Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. How's everybody doing? I feel like the, the, our kids anymore at this time of year. I've got so many layers on you. Now you feel like your kids aren't. That's how I feel today. That's how I felt today. All the coats I had on and all this. <laughs> Uh, well, we're going to look at God's word today on when the unexpected happens, and uh, let's pray. Father, I thank you for how uh, Ben and Lori have led us in worship today, and the praise team, Lord, you prepare our hearts. Your word tells us, let us be glad when we can go to the house of the Lord. Lord, we thank you. You've given us this place. We worship you today. Lord, speak to each and every one of our hearts through your spirit. All of us in the way that we need it today, in Jesus' name, amen. You know, speaking of that, as we look to, well, look at Luke chapter 7. You know, I, what is it with people today? I was at the grocery store late yesterday, and a guy walks in with a pair of shorts on. What is it with it this time of year? I, I don't get it. If someone would explain that to me, I'd be more than willing to, you know, <laughs> just try and understand that a little bit. But, man, I don't, I don't get it. But anyway, <laughs> oh, well. All right. <laughs> I want you to look at Luke chapter 7. Give you a little bit of background. John the Baptist, the Bible, God's word tells us the greatest next to Jesus Yet he still had his doubts. I want you to know today that, that to be okay with that, you, you and I, all of us are going to have some doubts sometimes. It's what we do with those doubts is what we see God's word tell us to do or not do. Look at Luke chapter 7. Preface it with knowing that John the Baptist now who proclaiming Jesus Christ to be the son of God, proclaiming what is right and wrong in his day, was thrown in prison for that. He's in prison, and he's thinking about, man, I, I'm trying to do what's right. That's the same way, hopefully, you're trying to. You're trying to do what's right, but yet things don't seem to be going the way that they should. What does he do? In Luke chapter 7 and verse 19, and John the Baptist, or John, calling two of his disciples to him, in other words, two men that he was close with, that was part of his team, he sent them to Jesus, where another place where Jesus was ministering. So he's in prison, he's talked to two of his disciples, hey, I, I want you to go get this message to Jesus, asking this question, are you the coming one? Or do we look for another word? In other words, he's saying, Lord, are you really who you say you are? Because if you really are, I mean, why am I in prison? He goes on and he says, when the men had come to him, they said that John the Baptist has sent us to you, meaning to Jesus, saying, are you the coming one or do we look for another? And that very hour, Jesus cured many of the infirmities, inflictions, Evil spirits, and to many blind he gave sight. Jesus answered and said to them, Go and tell John the things that you have seen and heard, that the blind see, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, 
the dead are raised, the poor have the gospel preached to them. And blessed is he who is not offended because of me. In other words, who, who's not going to doubt, who's with me, even though no matter what happens. I think one of the most important things might be your health. It might be a relationship. It might be your finances. You know, as I was I said, I was at the grocery store. You know, I was talking to a lady that was in front of me, and she couldn't quite get all of her groceries out. So I started throwing the groceries on the cart with her, and so we started a conversation. And, and I said, you know, I don't, I don't really eat that much. And I said, how, you do, how, you do, how do you do this? She had a cart full. She says, well, there's five in our family, and there's my, myself, my husband, our three kids. And, I, and, I, and she, I didn't ask her, she said, and, and she watches, you know, how they try and spend money. She goes, there's five of us now because of the inflation and everything that we spend $300 a week and groceries for five. And I'm thinking, I'm just seeing how, how in the world, what pressure that that puts on families today. The pressure that's facing gas, utilities, groceries, all these things. So there's this pressure there and, and we want to, Lord, I'm, we're following you, but then something in our health happens or, or, or our finances or relationship breaks down and we're like, Lord, what? And you know what the worst thing that we do? that John didn't do, but if we're not careful, he could have done, is that we dwell on it. We think about it so much up here, and it's going around and around and around, that we take the example that John gives us, and what he's telling us is so important. What we need to do is go directly to Jesus when we start to doubt. And the good Lord, Jesus will remind you when we go to him, I remember this happened or that happened. I came through here. I came through there. And, and we know that our faith, God tells us in 1 John, that our faith is what overcomes the world. Anything that will happen to you or to me in this world, our faith overcomes that. So that being said, that you're going to have the faith of whatever's happening in your life instead of sitting there thinking, because we all do it, driving our car late at night, you can't sleep, all, and it's going around and around and saying Lord, I'm going to bring this to you. I don't understand this. I can't figure this out. And you know what he does? He loves us so much as our, that, that he's our heavenly father that not right at that second, you know what he'll do more than anything? He will calm you. He will give you the peace that you need because we have the hope in him. The answer will come. A lot of times it comes right away. But the answer will come. The example that we got from John the Baptist, he went, the Lord doesn't tease us or make us wait longer than we should. He's going to get to you right exactly when you need that answer. He's coming. He told the disciples of John the Baptist, go tell him what you've seen. And what we know, what the Lord has done in our, I know what I have seen the Lord do in my life. So every time I have to take a faith step, I'm reminded of what the Lord has done. And when I go to him, I go to him in confidence. Why can we go to him in confidence? Not on our behalf. We go to him in confidence because we're coming in the name of Jesus. That's why I said a couple weeks ago, we end our prayer. Why do we, why do we always end our prayer in Jesus' name? What's that about? Well, we can see in the book of John, the Lord tells us. But what it's about is, I come to the Heavenly Father in, in, in Jesus' name. We come to him because of his death and his resurrection and the covering of our sins and the forgiveness. 
we can go boldly into the throne room of God because we're not coming on our behalf. We're coming on his son's behalf. Jesus told him, go tell John, I am who he thinks that I am. Don't doubt. Don't doubt today because of the circumstance that you might be in. And it's going on a whole lot longer than what you ever thought. It's unexpected. When the unexpected happens and you're, think, you're thinking, man, I, I, didn't, I didn't expect myself to be here in this situation. And not only to be here, but for it to be this long? To take this long? Lord, why? And, and the Lord will calm you to the place to where you can deal with that, even though it's not changed, and then the answer will come. He was in prison, yet he was calmed when he was reminded who Jesus is. We forget real easy. And all the God's word is there through the power of the Holy Spirit is when we always say at City Church, five minutes a day, this will change your life because it is God's word. It is God's word. And through the power of the, your spirit that's within you connects and when it connects, you can look through the unexpected. Pastor Ernie was telling me uh, when we were praying in the back, a couple things that had happened to some people that were here last week, totally unexpected, that has happened. How are they going to deal with that? The way that we are equipped to know that God is there to calm us, to let us know he's there with you. And even though you might not have the answer, even though you're bound in that situation, he's in prison, he can't get out. You're in a situation right now that maybe you can't get out. And you're still trying to do the right thing. And it's hard to figure out. God is saying when that unexpected happens and it continues to go on, he wants us to know he's right there with us and we will get an answer. I want to build on that in Ephesians chapter 2. Then, then how do we deal with it? When that unexpected happens, Ephesians chapter 2, verses, or I'm sorry, Ephesians chapter 1, verses 17 through 20. I've probably looked at this verse a couple times this year, but it's so important to a believer with the spirit that lives within us to let us see into your circumstance of where you're at right now. Ephesians 1, 17. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom. Isn't it amazing? God gives us the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him. Isn't it amazing when something happens, we go to other people, we research it, we find out all the different things that are going on. Instead of going to the one that has the knowledge of every, knows every hair on your head. He, has, he knows everything about you. Why don't we go to him more? The knowledge that we need is from him. Go to him. We gain that wisdom. And when we do, he continues, verse 18. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. And what is the exceedingly greatness of his power towards us who believe according to the working of his mighty power? He's reminding us here, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead 
and seated him at the right hand in heavenly places. Do you know that a lot of times we can flip it now when the unexpected happens in your life and you find yourself in a situation that you've never been before. Maybe most of you already know how you're going to deal with it. Because Dallas, I, I kind of know what's going on here and I, I, I know and the Lord is going to, to take his word and he's going to enlighten me to where I'm looking at it spiritually and I see what's going on. Do you know a lot of people in your life and that are around you they don't have that. People that you work with, some of your close family, they don't have that. They don't have what you have. And when God puts you in an unexpected situation, think, I'm here for a reason. God's put me right here right now for a reason. What am I going to do with it? He does it to us all the time. We know when he does it to us personally, but what about the other person? The other person that you're in an unexpected situation and the other person needs what you have. Will we be that light? Because I believe most of us that are here, many of the hundreds that are watching, know Christ as their Savior. So we are also equipped at the beginning here to, to know the unexpected is going to happen and we can do, but what about the people that you and I need to help that are so hurting? I was in an unexpected situation this year. I, was, I try and keep this. Uh, anyways, I was in a place of business, and we were all waiting in line this week. And there was about 10 people there and other people just starting a conversation. You know, everybody's just kind of, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, talking about different things So because we're waiting for the cashier. And uh, I noticed that there's a cashier here and there's one over and I, and I noticed over to my left there, there was some commotion going on. And so I looked over and, I, and I'm trying to listen to the cashier but I'm looking over and again there's all this commotion going on with people just, you know, so there's about 10 people there. And the lady is there, looks like the, with about a three-year-old daughter and, and she doesn't have the money to pay what she needed to get and she started to get upset. Nobody was doing anything. She didn't have the money. Nobody was doing anything. All of a sudden, I'm in this unexpected situation, and everybody is just watching because they're waiting for it to get finished so they can get to the cashier. So I said, I asked, like, wait just a second, and I went over, and I, and I had a $20 bill in my wallet, and I gave it to the cashier. I said, just, just take whatever, you know, and I'm not telling you this to pat myself on the back. I'm telling you this to, to know that you're going to be in an unexpected situation this week that possibly can change that person's life for eternity by just being a light, a cup of cold water, as Jesus says, that we can change someone's life. So I do this, and the reason I'm telling you this, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get to it in a minute, because you're probably thinking, well, I'm telling you this because it helped this lady, and she was so grateful, which she was. And what didn't quite come to that, I don't know what it was, $12 or and I could tell she was, I said, just keep, just keep the rat, just keep it. And, and she was like, what? I, I said, that's from the Lord. I want you to know that's from the Lord. And, and I went back. And the 10 people that were all around me it was like, 
Nobody was talking. It was like I was an alien. It's like, what did this person just do? And it was taught. Now, and as I left, I thought, you know, why, why, what? And I start to think about it. And I thought, well, because I think they had a, maybe a preconceived idea. Well, she shouldn't have come here in the first place. She didn't have the money. Or, you know, I've got to wait for this person, and she's trying to figure out what's going to happen. It's just a standstill at the cashiers, and I've got places to go and things to do. And hurry up so I can get them all. And so I started are they feeling guilty? What was going on? You know, with 10 people, everybody throws in $2? What was that? Could have. But the Lord had me in an unexpected situation right at that. Could have gone any other time of the day, but I was there right there at that time for that situation. Why? I didn't, rec- I didn't recognize that. It was the Spirit. God's Spirit enlightened me to do something in His name for the kingdom, His kingdom, that lasts forever. Hopefully, maybe it made a difference in those other people's lives too. What I'm saying is that we are in unexpected situations every day. And God will actually change your life and my life when we see life in such a way that we're not dwelling so much on our situation. Yes, we need to. And yes, you are hurting and the things that you're going through. But all of a sudden, God does what? What was he doing with me? He does the same thing with all of us. He was testing me. Am I going to do what I should do as a believer or am I not? Because really with money, probably is the most important test many times that we face. What will we do with it? What I'm sharing with you that you will have when next to we go to and we have those unexpected things happen to us and we're equipped as a believer to know what to do, then we take it a step further that we take that enlightenment that Jesus gives us and when we leave here today, all those things, all those people are, God is going to have you in a situation right where you're supposed to be and you're going to see into that situation exactly the way you need to see. And you're going to touch some people's lives for eternity. That's why we're still here. That's why that you're here today. I, I often wonder, why do people show up on Sunday? Why? I, I, I don't, I, I still puzzles me. But I know it's, it's an understanding of knowing that I believe that you believe like I do, that we're flying through this life. We look at the world and it's hopeless. And we need hope. And we're reminded every Sunday that there is hope. And our hope is in a risen Savior. Let's close with this. Titus chapter 2 and verse 13. Looking. That means this, living. And that passage in the Bible, it actually means to live. Looking, living in such a way looking for the blessed hope and the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Are we living in such a way in this world that we can see? Do we have three years left? Do we have five, maybe 10? I don't know. The Bible says we don't know. God's word, but I know this. 
that we need to live in such a way because, as I said before, we are living at the end of the end. We're living at the end of the end of the times that we're living in. And to know if we are so aware of every unexpected situation that we are in personally or that someone else is in that we just happen to be there at that time for that reason. God will use us to give people hope if we live in such a way to know that Jesus is coming back. He's coming back soon. And the only reason that he's waiting is so other people that you and I come in contact this week will have and experience the hope that Jesus has given us. That when we're in those unexpected situations, that it clicks on. I'm here, I'm sitting in traffic, I'm going to late it, but you get there, and the, and the reason that you're late, because of, you get it. You're in that situation. It starts to click, because God is, is giving you. We have to work for it. He's given us that spirit of knowledge and wisdom. We're equipped with it. And what makes the catalyst is this. And when it's working, it changes your relationships, it changes the peace in your life, and you are willing to affect others for eternity because Jesus is coming back soon and we're living in a world that is hurting like it's never hurt before. And we have the privilege of always be ready to give an answer for the hope that is in you. Let's pray. As our heads are bowed today and it's twofold, hopefully that you begin to realize that there'll be unexpected things happen in your life this week, in my life. And, and will you be ready? I believe that you are. John the Baptist was, he just had to be reminded. I believe that you are, you just have to be reminded. I do too. If he was such a godly man who he was, I believe that you are trying to pursue that in your life. That's why you're here. That's why you've tuned in. Lord's just here to remind you, hey, you doubt, it's okay. Just come to me. I'll, I'll let you know I'm there with you. And even though you don't have the answer of the unexpected, I'm here to calm you. Just the same. Hey, go tell, go tell John. Go tell him what you've seen. I want you to look right now in your life what you have seen Jesus do in your life. What has he done in your life that you can look back on? Lord, you're so good. You've been here, you've been there. And, and I know the way that you've watched over me all these years as a believer, this unexpected thing that's happened, you're gonna do the same. And you're gonna take it so I can go into the world that I live in this week be ready with the answer and to see people like you see them. They're hurting. They need someone to help them. And God's put you in that unexpected situation as we leave here today because Jesus is coming back soon and he wants to see as many people in heaven as we can reach. As those that are watching on YouTube, we never close a service or an invitation without giving hope. 
And all you have to do is God's word says, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. If you're watching today, you say, Dallas, I don't get all this. It's okay. By faith. Jesus says, for whosoever, you can still doubt and believe. It's just take that step of faith and, and, and know all you got to do is pray this prayer with me. And Jesus will change your life for eternity. Just say, Jesus, I believe that you are God's son. The only one that came to this world to die for me. Jesus, I believe you died on a cross and shed your perfect blood for all of my sins and that you rose from the grave. And right now I ask you, Jesus, by faith to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins. And Jesus, from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. Father, we thank you as we close with an invitation in-house here with our fellowship of believers that there's just one person here today as we always say, may a friend or family ever bring them forward. We will show them in your word and they can have heaven as their home. We ask you, as Ben leads us this invitation time, we ask you for those to come forward and accept you in Jesus' name. Amen. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior, and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his Son to die on a cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life. And you died on the cross. And you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. 
contact us through our website, City Church AC, or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services, and we want you to know that we'll contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face, you'll always have hope knowing that Jesus is your Savior, and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.